you know, you all well know our team is very young. And that's not an excuse, that's a fact. And, you know, young players are going to make mistakes. So we've had some key mistakes that have cost us games. Hopefully we're not going to repeat those. Hopefully we learn. But it is, it is a process, and, you know, that's what it is. It's hard, and it's really hard to stay disciplined, you know. I mean, no one hates losing more than I do, than my family does. But, you know, it's just... We're, we got to sort of got through it. What gives you confidence? That well, this I would say was like a teardown, <laughs> and then a rebuild. I mean, we really had to take. I mean, take it down to the ground level, and it's been not only on the football side but across the organization. We've put in a lot of new talent at the top. I really believe in the top leadership in this organization, and I think we've got the people to do it to to carry this out. I think. That's what's different. Well, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, well, patience lasts, you know, as I say, we've got a long way to go in this season. Um, I, I wanted to talk to you guys because I know, I mean, really talking to you, talking to the fans, and, you know, everyone's frustrated. You know, I'm frustrated, but, again, I, I really believe in what we've got and what we're going to be. It just takes time. Start with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh -huh. Hello and welcome to episode 83 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us. We really appreciate you having you us having you here. Rough start. I'm off to a rocky start here. <laughs> People but are here. We're having them. Yeah, right. Thank you. Yes, I'm just going to hand this right over. Lou, how are we doing today? Doing good, baby. Good to be back in action. Let's ride. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's ride. Channy, Channy Nation, how are we doing? My favorite week of the year. It's fucking rivalry week, boys. It is. How was your weekend, Frank? Yeah. I had a pretty good weekend. I uh, Let's see what the hell did I do this weekend. Friday, Friday went to dinner downtown. Always nice. Hit the caucus club. How was that? Awesome. It was steak? awesome. Steak? Yeah. Uh, I didn't get steak. The only reason I didn't get steak is because for our wedding anniversary, we went there. Mm -hmm. um, and I did do steak, and it rocked. Mm -hmm. But this time around, it was like a month later, we went with a big group. I got the twin lobster tails. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it was good stuff. Pretty there good. We go. Yeah, classic place, downtown Detroit. And then right after that, we went to London Chop House, mm. which is right across the street. And I didn't know this, but apparently they have an upstairs. Yep. So a little secret. Didn't yeah. know this. They have an upstairs, and we like we're in a conference room. It's like literally like a conference room with a board table, leather chairs, like probably soundproof walls. Yeah, like it was big awesome. shit was and, being and talked were, about they, in there. Yeah, right. And they were letting us smoke cigars and like order drinks. It was it was incredible. So did that and then had a just kind of a productive weekend around the house and lost every single fucking NFL <laughs> bet in the world. Uh, lost new every, week, new week, every single one of them. Um, how about you guys? What did you do, Chandler? I didn't. I didn't do too much this weekend. I I kind of quote unquote played house this weekend. <laughs> so. Wife hosted a bachelorette party at the house. Oh. So I was kind of confined to my bedroom on Friday. Were you well, the entertainment? Uh, no, I wasn't. You should have been. I could have been, but yeah, I decided to sit that one out Saturday. Was there entertainment? Did you let a male stripper into your home? No, I did not. Okay. No. Good. 
Yeah, that, that you know be, about. That wouldn't be playing house. Yeah. yeah. No, no. The there, window washer came back. There was not one. <laughs> um, but he was uh, washing the window all right with something else. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Did that on Friday, Saturday, thirtieth birthday, Sunday, Godson's first birthday. It's always fun. Had a Halloween theme. Um, he was actually born on Halloween, so it was good doing that. And then, um, for those who don't know, I'm in real estate, and I got the call on Sunday afternoon. We're closing Monday morning. My seller goes back to the house. The buyers took her keys, so I had to drive to Detroit at 6 p.m. on Sunday, get the keys, clean out a garage, bring the garage items out to my client. Nice. And that's how my weekend ended. That's good. Yeah. So that's good. Well, you're going the extra mile for your client. That's, that's right. Do I always do. Yeah, of course. Always do. Yeah. So eventful house weekend. Good. Yeah, that's good stuff. There we go. And the, yeah, right. Well, Chandler, you know what? I think you forgot about something because we did have a little day trip to Greek Town on Saturday. Oops. Goo <laughs> <laughs> goo. I did forget about that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. If you're playing house, Greek town's not normally involved. Yeah. I was playing the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So we uh we did. We were down at Greek Town. We did a little day trip on Saturday for uh the Dubai UFC fights and ripped up a little college football. I got absolutely fucking cleaned out at Greek Town. <laughs> got murdered. What were you playing? Everything. Like okay. everything. Good. Good. Played a little bit of everything. I won like two out of maybe six tickets that I put in, and then I played like a little bit of blackjack, would smoke a cig by the video machine, played a little bit there. <laughs> Which you can do now. Just giving, yeah, back at it. Back at just it. just giving away money yeah. at Greek Town. But I had a great time with the boys, you know, hanging out, watching some UFC, um, got some college action in. So it was, you know, a good Saturday. No, good that's Saturday. good stuff. That's good stuff. And I will say, I don't know how much UFC you watch, but if you're not a huge UFC fan out there, go to Greek Town and watch a fight. Yeah. It's absolutely electric with people betting. Everyone's into it. There's a lot of cheering. Like, yeah. It's it was a really there. good atmosphere to take it in. With football, there's so many games. Everyone's got different bets. With UFC, yeah. the whole sports book is locked into one fight. That's a good that's a good call because I don't watch any any UFC or mm-hmm. anything like that. But I mean like we would always I would do the big boxy matches. Like I know it sounds like old school, but yeah. like but like that's it's awesome. It's right. like I'm not a big boxing fan or anything like that. But a little, like, it makes a little together. juiced up environment. Yeah, you right. know. And I yeah, I never am like big part of the UFC or anything like that. You know, it's like pay per view at midnight, but I would yeah. love to go check that out at like a sports book. Get everybody just on the same page. Who cares sports are going? You're back right. on it. It was cool. It was cool. It was a lot of fun. That's um, catch. And then so Sunday I I simped out a little bit. Went Sim. to went, <laughs> went went haunted went into uh Erebus haunted house. Yeah, simped out. That, that and, you had simp out yeah. there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we I go there and we're walking by, it's in Pontiac, you know, we're walking by the Crowfoot and there's this heavy metal band playing. The whole place is packed called Guar. <laughs> it was like G-W-A-R. Yeah, yeah they dress up. Yes, dude. Yeah. All dressed up in like demon costumes. Look them up real quick, Frank. They have Guar? the they had the mm-hmm. craziest costumes. Okay. So I'm standing in the window for like 20 minutes watching them. They had a guy oh, with like yeah. a fake head. Yeah. And the other dude punched his head off and he had a <laughs> tube on his neck where he was spraying blood out all over the crowd. No way. It was incredible. Yeah, I would I didn't want to go to the haunted house. I wanted to stay and, and stick around for I the I wish concert. I would have got these guys for my wedding. <laughs> Look at these guys. Dude, it yeah, was, they're radical, dude. They're all in fucking metal. Dude, the place was jammed, too. So the costumes that they have on, these guar guys, are absolutely like 
thousands and thousands of dollars worth. These are movie quality, humongous, like, like monster costumes. Demon, yeah. Yes. And right now I'm looking at one. It looks like he's he's spraying some oh like some out of his blue, dick some blue goo yeah. out of his dick yeah there was a guy naked on stage with just like a diaper like one of those leather this was at diapers no it was at crowfoot because okay. we were walking there yeah and he had like one of those yellow diapers on from dodgeball you remember when they get those crazy leather costumes at the beginning yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. you must he be daddy a, yes dude <laughs> he had one of those on and he's like swinging this thing around by his cock it was i was like what is going on here i kind of want to get eyes on these guys this is pretty great i mean imagine making your living doing this stuff be great, man. No, it's awesome. Yeah. No, I absolutely like love it. So let's get to the main event. How was Erebus? Yeah. I, I'm not a big haunted house yeah. guy. I don't pay to so get So I scared. know it was kind of dogging the the movies last week. You are, yeah. I was. And I love haunted houses. Like loved them growing up. I but I haven't been to one in fucking years, you know. So sorry. Continue. Yeah. yeah, no worries. So I so it was my first time going in a in a few years too, but I was like, you know what, let's do it. Let's I was in the spirit and it was actually like the overall experience was pretty good, I'll say. Minus one thing. So we get there and I would definitely recommend, obviously it's going to be late by the time if anyone hears this, but get the speed pass because we went there on a Sunday night mm -hmm. and it was like 10 bucks more and the line was wrapped around the fucking building at nine o'clock on no Sunday. Way. Yeah. So I was like, thank God we have the speed pass so we don't have to, because there's no chance we're waiting in that line. Yeah. Right. So like we get in and we're going through it and like maybe, you know, they, they take you in separate rooms and like you kind of split up with just your, the people you're with. And then you'll meet up with like a big group again. It's three stories. It was pitch black. They had a bunch of cool, like different shit set up, but we had this one fucking guy behind us that was like way over the top with it, where he was like fucking scared and like jumping all over the place and like going like this and like bumping into us. Dude, I was about to, I that would like, drove me insane. It was I was, was he a grown free, man. Yes, he was a grown man, dude. I'm like one of the times we're like pretty we're three quarters through the way, and I'm kind of like I told him a few like it's loud as fuck in there. It's pitch black, so it's like I understand you're gonna be running into people here and there, but this guy's like, yeah, Hoo! I'm like. Dude, you're fucking 30 years old. Yeah. Relax, And you, man. like, signed a waiver that says you're safe. <laughs> you think like, this guy's going to cut your leg off or something? It's a fucking Halloween costume. Was he, like, screaming in fear? Yes, like, he was, like, he was like getting, like, over the top, like, spooked out at people jumping out at him. He just, him. like, wanted to, like, like be engulfed in the situation. I didn't understand yeah. it. Yeah. So one of the times, like, he, like, fully lunged into me, and I was like, dude, you got to fucking chill out. Like, yeah. Calm down. It's a haunted house. Like you're not gonna <laughs> die. Yeah. And he's like, I'm. I'm sorry, dude. I, I just get scared. I'm like, you should not be here. I think <laughs> there are people who like, tr like. I'm not saying. I'm not defending this fucking guy yeah. at all. At all. And like, dude, but, like, I was I, being like, very there, like. I was being like, okay, no big deal. There's some people whatever. who like cannot watch scary movies. They cannot do haunted houses. Like I remember, like as a like as a kid, like 14. And our hockey team, like, went to a haunted house. And it was, like, one of those cheap-ass, uh, like, Blake Cider Mills haunted houses. Like, you know, like, yeah. there's light shining through. There's smiling pumpkins and shit. Right. And, dude, this kid, like, started crying. Like, and, like, I know, like, there's people that I know that, like, cannot do scary movies because they won't sleep for fucking days and stuff like that. Not just don't like them. Like, cannot let the thoughts enter their brain. And <laughs> so, so I don't know if that guy falls in that category or if he's just a I don't fucking loser category. or yeah. if they're synonymous, you know, like, so. You're like his legal counsel. Yeah. Like, defending him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry, Frank. No, I love that shit. So, I mean, was it, like, fun, though? Yeah, it like, was awesome. Like, they had, like, 
eight, four different floors. So like one of them was like kind of like mad science themed. Okay. And then you'd go into like a swamp themed area where they had like these big bags blown up that you had to walk through. And they had a bunch of foam hands that would like pop out of the wall and like swipe your leg or like hit you oh, in the nice. head. So they had that. They I'm had glad like they're a, still touching people. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, like and some of the people would just kind of, you know, lightly. <laughs> they were still, they were going in. I well, no, I just, I didn't know. I haven't been to one in so long and I just kind of feel like with everything know, in how world yeah, yeah how like people soft everyone is yeah now, right yeah for sure yeah so i mean it was cool they had like a clown part of it with all the crazy mirrors so it was fun i had a good time minus dipshit running into me the whole time <laughs> yeah. all right boys well i'm glad we all had good old fashioned pure michigan weekends um Purist. speaking of pure michigan uh the biggest rivalry arguably the biggest game in the state is going on this weekend Michigan, number four ranked in the country. Michigan State, unranked for the year. Ann Arbor, 7.30, night game, under the bright lights. Uh, the biggest rivalry in the state splits it right in half. What do we think? Tuck coming, baby. Let's fucking go, baby. You know what I think, Frank. Talk I think we're going to come out and play our best game of the year, like we always do. What do we always do against Michigan? We always get up more than Michigan gets up for this game. In recent history, we've done it. This year, I don't see anything different. And I might even see it even a little more this year just because what do we have to lose this year? We're three and four. We're on the border of making a bowl game. We have one more game that means anything, which is Penn State, which isn't much for the rest of the season. I would argue no. What do we have to lose this year? This year. I mean, we can throw everything at them, every trick play at them. We we can go down swinging. So I expect nothing less than our Michigan State Spartans to play their best game of the year, give it to Michigan, and guess what? I think Michigan's ready too. I think they're going to come back. I think this is going to be a close game all the way through. I agree, Chandler. I mean, we got to come to play. But like you said, we got nothing to fucking lose this game. We got to be dogs. We got to be mentally checked in. We have to manage the clock. We can't let Michigan run 15 plays of offense and our defense sit on the field for the whole fucking game or we're going to get smoked. We come out, we control the clock, win the turnover battle, do the little things right that we always do in these games, special teams, trick plays. Check. Bring our fucking A game. Check. And we're going to get the job done. Check. Sparty's got to show up and be the team they were where they were ranked before the season started. They opened the season ranked 11. Obviously, that's a farce. Obviously, Michigan has done a lot more right than they've done wrong in comparison to Michigan State. But this is still green and white versus maize and blue. This is still a rivalry game. And no matter the spread, no matter what, like you said, Chandler, Sparty shows up for this game. So if we're looking at the advantages and disadvantages – of Michigan versus Michigan State. A lot of Michigan's advantages obviously are on the field. Uh, That sounds like where you'd win the game, but I do want to walk through this. You know, they have a better run game. They have a better defense. uh, They're a stronger overall team in general. But you look at Michigan State, for whatever reason, Harbaugh has an issue beating Mel Tucker. 
He's Correct. in his head, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Ofer. Number two, I do think it ca- it should not be overlooked whatsoever that Michigan has everything to lose in this game, and Michigan State literally has nothing to lose. Michigan State loses this game. They are a bad team already. It's just what we already knew. Ho hum. Let's move on with this season. Let's get it out. Let's get it out of our systems and move on with it. Michigan loses this game. Everything comes to a fucking halt. All their hopes and dreams of going to the national championship, winning the national championship, winning the Big Ten. That's dead anyway, but yes, all of agreed. It, all, it officially goes out the window, and then all the fucking questions arise about Harbaugh and all that stuff and preparation and how all he needs to do is beat Michigan State and he can't do it. Uh, I mean, let's not, you know, let's be honest here. Michigan on paper is the better football team right now. Up but and down. they... If they lose this game after losing the last two years and then this being the cherry, like, you don't fucking recover from losing this game. No. Not with what we've, how bad we've looked this year and how good they've looked. Dude, I wake up to a fucking screenshot of a stupid tweet that I said a year ago or something I said in the group chat about Michigan, Michigan State every day. I need this game. I need to fucking come out like a gun and just blast away, baby. Play our ball. They can take nothing from us, pretty much nothing from us, and, and we can take we can take everything from them. And that's got to be the message, I think. I think it has to, and I think it's, it's uh, two programs where when we beat them two years ago, a very similar game Team. where we were getting 24-and-a-half by game time. It was still a three-touchdown spread. Bigger, bigger dogs in that game than we are this year. Correct. To start off. Bigger dogs than we were. Which is kind of crazy because I feel like that team was way worse, right? Right. We didn't have the talent that we had now. But you see, we were restarting in that game. And then we had a good year in between now and then. And now our, our, our season's falling through the floor. Whereas Michigan was in the dumps. Harbaugh went 2-4 and four that year. Since then, he's lost one game. He's beaten Ohio State for the first time. You've got two programs that are... In going in different directions. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, this is a, a program changing game for Michigan State. It might not be for Michigan. It is for Michigan State with how bad the first seven games have gone this year. If we can get back on track, Tuck goes 3-0 and against Michigan, and we find ourselves at 500 after we didn't lead for four straight games. Not a bad season. It's, it, it's salvageable. Yes, yes. It's yep. a salvageable season at that point in time. And you know what? For Michigan, A, they need to beat Michigan State. They haven't beaten them in years. B, yeah, I get it. If they lose this game, they can probably beat Ohio State, win the Big Ten, still make the playoffs. But they know they need this game. They've already climbed the mountain and beat Ohio State last year. They haven't beat us. They have not beat us in years. They need this game. And I'm so curious as to what Harbaugh's message is to the team throughout this. You know, is is it what you just said, Chandler? Is it, hey, we have to beat these guys. Let's not overlook these guys. This is a real issue. This is a real opponent. I don't know if that's it. But I don't I, think so. I tend to think it's the latter of like, hey, just another week. Just yeah. another week. We're going to prepare the same. We're going to do all the same. We're going to do this and that. Um, you know, because Michigan's whole mantra is they love saying we're not their number one rival. 
Right. And they love saying that and they love doing that. And I'm curious to see if that's the attitude that they went with again, that this game is just another week. It's just Minnesota. It's just Iowa. It's just whatever the fuck it is. It doesn't matter that it's green and white. And I hope that's, I hope that's what they bring out there this week. Right. Right. Well, that, that always grinds my gears. I'm glad you brought that up because I, that, that's so false. I feel like maybe Michigan alum, Ohio State could be bigger, but our friends, there's no way. There's no way. No, who, do they, know, who do they know at Ohio That's State? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't know anyone. All your friends are either Michigan or Michigan State fans. This is the biggest stage for bragging rights in this state for sports. I don't buy that for a minute. And guess what? They don't buy that for a minute. They no. use that as a crutch and an excuse, just like they pulled in Notre Dame's even a bigger rival. No, it's not. You haven't played them in 100 years. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not a bigger rival. They know their biggest rival is in the backyard, their own backyard in East Lansing, and whether it's hockey, basketball, or football, they know that Michigan State is a circled game every year, and every true Michigan fan knows that. I, I mean, I, yeah. uh, absolutely, absolutely. The, uh, it is strictly, I mean, maybe, I, I mean, I'm trying to, like, even see it from their side, you know, maybe because Ohio State is – a better program, a stronger program that they that they think that they match up with them more, so it's more of their rival. Or if it's just the old Michigan hate the, hates the state of Ohio thing, whatever it is, it's just it's just fucking bullshit and it's dog shit. No one is fucking putting up house divided flags in Michigan that say Michigan Ohio State, right? No. You know, it's it's Michigan Michigan State. So that's dog shit as well. But you know what? I don't really care that they think that. If they want to overlook us, that's fine with me. That's normally when we come up and punch them in the chest. Was that the rival in the 1960s? Sure. Yeah. It ain't now. Yeah. So I got a question for you guys. What's the worst case scenario this weekend? So tell me how we lose and how the game plays out, Frank. So I think worst case scenario for me is uh, think of the start of that Maryland game. Mm-hmm. Like that fucking kick goes right off the guy's face. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's literally like the worst start you could fucking have. <laughs> but that's that's one of those things that I just right off the rip. I don't want them to have that big like bang play. Right. Like if I'm visualizing, I'm sitting down, we're watching the game, right? The lights, the fucking sky cam spinning around the stadium. The whole thing's blue and everything. And they're jerking off Harbaugh and they're showing Mel Tucker and how much he gets paid and kind of backhanding him with that contract and all that shit. Right. And then it's like the opening kick goes off our face or we fumble or we go three and out with uh, with like a fumble or something just right away that puts Michigan on the board instantly. That's what I don't want, uh, obviously, to start the game. And then the full nightmare for me truly would be if they just dummy us on the ground. If, if they have one of their – Corum Edwards days where they each rush for 180 yards and four touchdowns. And if we just, if they are just picking up chunk yardage, seven, 12 yards a run, that is when football to me is absolutely the most frustrating. Uh, through the air sucks too. But in my opinion, we, we know their ground game is awesome. Like, let's just fill the box up, stop them inside and like, just make JJ dice us up and see if he can even do it. If we get beat on the ground by those chunk plays, that that will be like a nightmare day for me. Lou? Yeah, no, I agree with that too, Frank. The worst case would be just getting the ball ran down our throat, right? Like kind of like 200, 250 apiece. This is where we're running it. You know where we're going and you can't stop it. That to me is like the ultimate. Just degrading. Correct. And then the other worst thing for me would be 
if Michigan State comes out in the first half and they're just clicking, everything looks good, we go into halftime with a small lead or tied up and then just get fucking dick kicked second half. Just get mowed over in the second half. We're all jacked up at halftime, blue balls to the max. Popping around. And then we come out second half and just get rolled over. Dick kick. Yeah, so that would be that would be probably worst case scenario for me. I don't even want if they're going to get rolled over, just get rolled over. Well, that was I mean last year that was the reverse, right? weren't we kind of in the fetal position at half? We were. What, what were we down? Were we down eleven? Yeah, eleven or th- we were, two possessions. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, because I remember being, we started drinking heavily. Oh, <laughs> we started yeah. drinking heavily. Yeah, yeah, we definitely. I think we were already starting the like. Fuck this yeah. kind of shit. Oh, 100%. What about One you, of Channing? our buddies was asleep already. Well, that's no, that's a, that has nothing to do with anything that was going on in the game. Okay. Channy, what do you got? I mean, I think my worst case scenario, to be honest with you, is if JJ goes off. And right. I, I understand from the demoralizing sense and that demoralizing angle that you're just getting run down. There's nothing you can do to stop it. But JJ McCarthy has not won a game for the University of Michigan yet. He didn't start last year versus Ohio State. He actually lost the game, arguably, for Michigan last year with his late fumble against Michigan State. Big. Um, Didn't play much versus Georgia, although he had a late touchdown. He's played this year. Didn't beat Penn State. J.J. McCarthy hasn't done anything to show me that he's a quarterback that can lead a team to a national championship. So, if he comes out, throws three, four touchdowns, slinging all over the field, what's the Michigan fan base going to say? We've got a top five running back. Don't be like, oh, you couldn't run the ball on us. Right. And we got a quarterback that can pick anybody apart through the air. That's all we're going to hear until they meet Ohio State in the horseshoe. So for me, worst case scenarios, we know what they're good at. If you're good at and you beat us that way, hey, more props to you. I'll shake your hand. But if JJ comes out and just kills us through the air, Going to be a tough couple weeks here until they meet the Buckeyes. So my worst case scenario is J.J. McCarthy goes for three-plus touchdowns and throws for 250-plus through the air. Yeah, and I mean, it's all a nightmare, right? It's all right. a collective nightmare that we have. You know, us getting killed is obviously the nightmare. Uh, I think in your scenario, though, I would I could at least find a little solace in the fact that we forced the guy to do it. Right. Because our secondary ain't great either, but it's, but it's just kind of like I want us to – because we know they can kill us on the fucking ground. Right. I want them to force JJ to make plays and run around and have to move that ball. Right. Yep. Are we getting nice weather? Do we have anything? I would love it. If, I think it's I just going to be chilly. I, I want it to be a shit storm. Yeah. I don't think. I think it's clear skies and just chilly out. Damn. Weather podcast. Weather podcast. <laughs> we do love. We do love the pod. We do love the weather on this podcast. Dove, do love that it's a nice seven thirty at night game. We we don't really get those with Michigan Michigan State. So yeah. How do you guys feel about that? I'm kind of on the fence. Uh, you know, I mean. It should have been last year was the night game, not this year. I yeah. agree with that. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I, I think it's going to be an interesting angle. Sorry, we, we wouldn't have made it. We wouldn't have made it to oh, 7.30. No, no, no. The no. way we were drinking last year. I no. might have been better off, dude. I ended up with a scar on my nose. Yeah. And maybe could have shut it down at some point. <laughs> took a tumble. Right. I, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I took... Ubers. I took an Uber from my house at ten in the morning to meet you guys. Like, like I blew a flat tire at nine thirty in the morning. That's right. Oh yeah, it was like tough starts all around. Fucking was changing a donut at fucking nine a.m. Yeah, last year was absolutely electric. For anybody who did or didn't listen, we had we had big big Coach D on the podcast. He gave us gave us the blessing, gave us the fire up. It was an awesome conversation. We don't have that this year. Um, 
But who knows? Maybe we'll find time. Hey, we got us three, baby. We got yeah. the real fucking fire, the <laughs> dragon fire over here. I love it. You know it. what I'm saying? I absolutely love it. Little chime in, 62 and sunny in Ann Arbor. Oh, it's going to be just gorgeous. Oh, that's perfect. It's just going to be gorgeous. Is that during the day, though, at night? Yeah, low of 40. So yeah, okay. you're going to be in the upper 40s, day. low rock 50s. And roll. Football I mean, weather. That's great. That's perfect weather. So tying this up, Lou, what's your prediction for Saturday? My final score for Saturday is Michigan State 24, the Wolverines 21. Let's fucking go, baby. Go green, baby. Come on. Go white. Come on. Channy. So I think the only way Michigan State wins is if it's a high-scoring game. So with that being said, um, I'm going to have Michigan at 35, Michigan State at 38. You think I'm fucking picking against the Spartans, baby. They're going to come out. They're going to play their best game of the year. They're going to get punched in the mouth, and I think what they have to do is show that they're going to punch them back. It's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to get punched in the mouth at some time in the first half. They cannot flinch. I don't think they're going to flinch. I think Jaden Reed has over 100 yards. I think they just trade back and forth scores, and I think Michigan State pulls it out in a very, very close one, and it's close for the duration of the game, not just the final score. I love it. I absolutely love it. And if you think I'm picking against our Sparties, you're fucking crazy. Fuck I don't care no. what the spread says. I don't care what the experts say. I don't care what logic looks like. I agree. It's going to have to be a high-scoring game. It's going to have to be a weird one. It's going to have to be a weird one. I'm looking for a fucking scoregami Might in this be a game. scoregami, baby. Might need baby. a scoregami in this fucking <laughs> game. So what I'm going with is very similar. We're going in the 30s here, and we're going Michigan State 33 Michigan 32. Wow. Don't wow. even know how we get there, but Doesn't we're going to find a way. Scoragami. Yeah, scoragami, baby. 33-32, MSU upsets Michigan. We have everything to take from them. They have nothing they can take from us. However you want to take that, you take it. Go green. Go nothing to lose, everything to fucking gain. All right, boys. Uh, now that we've discussed what divides the state, let's talk a little bit about what unites the state. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings, the most promising team in the city, uh, without a doubt. Not even my, just my opinion. Um, so Wings come back down to earth a little bit this week. Uh, two losses. They blew the one to Chicago. That always fucking sucks. Uh, on their opening night, no less. And then uh, got absolutely dick kicked Last by night, the Devils. Yeah. What was that about? That was bad. Yeah, that's 6-2, I think. 6-2. And yeah. they just like kept, anytime we scored, they scored right away. Um, Couldn't get much going that game. I watched most of that one. Yeah, they dicked down the, the Ducks, though. They did dick down the Ducks. Yeah, which is always Larkin good. Pipe, too. He's been hot. Larkin's real hot. Four goals, four, four assists, eight points. Second in points, though, to Kubalik. Yeah, who he's is, also piped last night. Yes, he piped. He That is his fourth straight multi-point game. 30-goal uh, score we signed from Chicago for pennies on the fucking dollar. A prove-it deal, an absolute Stevie, Stevie Y special. special. Yes. Come on in. Exactly. A um, couple of other player notes here that I don't really want to talk about, but it's kind of got to mention. Raymond, still no goals for him. Uh, Very quiet. I think he's got one assist playing on the top line. That's a tough look uh, for the sophomore, but you know how it goes. Once you have a good year, you're going to get a lot more attention the next year. Mo Sider, also one or two assists on the year. Uh, no goals as well. Not that we got him for goal scoring or anything like that, but, I mean, he was a 50-point scorer last year. And, yep. And the Calder, and he's uh, obvi- uh, uh, very probably, early. Yes, very Defensive early Defensive well. guy, too. Yeah. I'm a little more worried about Raymond than him, for sure, right? Yeah, because Sider just kind of has all the tools. Raymond, you're kind of like, that wasn't just 
a fluke, right? And it right. wasn't. Your sophomore year in the NHL. Yep. It's all good. You're on the top line. People are looking at you. Uh, Plenty and, of season left. But someone I am, I don't know if I'm worried about. I just kind of think he's he's just not good is, is Philip Zadina. Yeah, he has not done shit. Straight goose eggs. Yeah. Four games. Uh, Which played. line? Is, is he on three? He's been he's been playing on three. Okay. Yes. Um, and he has done nothing. And to me, he just feels like this redheaded stepchild that he's like the Jon Snow. He's like the bastard child of the wings. <laughs> this was Holland's last big pick. Yeah, that oh you're right. And and it was the it was the chalk pick. It was absolutely like the like what you was have to take this guy at the best this available spot. Yes. was like Zadina was the guy if on the If he drafted list. on ESPN and wasn't drafting, he auto picked him. Correct. Exactly. And and as opposed to Iserman, who had, you know, I I I think Cider was the sixth a sixth overall. Um, you know, that he was not even on anybody's top 25 draft board. And and it's a lot different in the NHL because it's just people – it's all about the scouting and where the people are and what they're looking at. It's not it's not like it's centralized in college football, right. you know, where it's like that's the guy you fucking take. Um, so I just I just think he's he's just, you know, he's like the bastard child from the from the last dad. Yeah. So you, you guys are the hockey guys. Um, I guess in hockey, how much do you attribute it to their age? Because obviously hockey players start a lot younger um, than you see a lot of baseball guys don't get up to the majors till their mid-20s or whatnot. You look at Raymond, Raymond's 20 years old. You look at Zadina, Zadina's still only 22 years old. I mean, how much do you attribute that to, I hate to use this phrase in this town, but learning on the job? Well, I would say with hockey, it's it's like... I don't know. They kind of have it or they don't. Like For sure. Okay. There's not like, like a ton you, of plays or like that type of shit you need to like learn. It's just you're getting used to the speed of the game. I mean, Steve Eiserman was on the wings at nine, uh, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a fucking stud. Crosby, right. fucking stud before he was like 20. Yeah. Uh, Gretzky was playing, you know. I mean, you kind of – there's these guys that are just fucking You're put in studs. good situations sometimes too, and you know, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the other thing. And there are guys who do have like late resurgence of their careers, but not a lot of it is like, oh, my God, he's a fucking superstar at 27. Right. You know, you kind of – You don't got a bunch of McDavid's. Yeah. Like I feel like you know when they're younger, and like the only time you kind of get that age is like when you get a guy from Russia who just hasn't been playing here. Right. And then they come and have a, have a good season. I'm really trying to think of someone who was like – a 29-year-old rookie that just was like – or not rookie, or just like a 29-year-old that was like, oh, this is what they thought they were getting. Right, burst onto the yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a question because obviously it's like, hey, these kids are still young, and mm-hmm. like, is it okay? Like, do we still have people down in Grand Rapids or overseas that we drafted this year where we can say, hey, it's okay if Raymond's a top two uh, – or on the top two lines, or, hey, it's okay if Zadina is just up on the Red Wings. Like – we can either buy a superstar or trade for a superstar or develop a superstar. Or are we saying like, hey, if we want to be good, like Raymond's got to be our guy. Raymond's got to be an 80-point guy. Like Raymond's not there yet just because he had such a good year last year and he mm-hmm. is so young and he's a brand-new draft pick. But His guy, expectations are higher. But guys like Zadina, mm-hmm. that guy's taking up a roster spot. Okay. Yeah. Like that's a guy that's a number six overall pick from 2000. 18, 18 I want to yeah. say yeah. yeah and it's and now but so, so four years later and he's still a young guy it's kind of like what are we what are we doing What's what, are, what are we looking at here yeah, yeah. Right. like what are you providing um so I think and and you know Raymond has obviously he's super young first year in the league was last year like he had 
he was him. He was him last year. Yeah. I'm him, bitch. <laughs> he had his, like, Zadina, you are not Zadina hasn't given us that. Okay. You know, so it's like, even if Raymond has two bad years, it's like, well, hey, remember what he can do? Right. Yes. Zadina's like, what are you, ever, what are you doing? Right. Like, what are you going to do? What do you have? Right. So those are my thoughts on it, but fuck. So to wrap it up, Zadina's on a much hotter seat than Raymond. Without a doubt. Easy. Right. And he's, I'm telling you, it makes a difference that he's a Holland guy. Right. Anybody Iserman has just got a leash that is longer than whatever, and, and they're providing a lot more value. Right. Well, yeah. non-hockey guy checking in here, one thing that I do like about the Wings, when they lose, they're still getting a point. They <laughs> yeah. lost to the Kings. Yeah. They lost to the Blackhawks. They took both of them to overtime. Those are the points. I look at the details and the little things that add up towards the end of the year, and you say, okay, you lose a couple games early, but you lose games and you still salvage a point, and all those points add up. And when you look at the final standings at the end of the year, two to three points separate the playoff teams from the non-playoff teams. Last night was the first night we didn't get a point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I was actually going to mention that. Like, I hated that fucking just – like, I feel like Detroit media and social media, like, they grab, they find one stat, and it's just wildfire. It's like, you see it everywhere. It's like that stupid Lions lose to the bye. Right. Meme I was <laughs> Your favorite about. one. It's, yeah. just like, it's just like, oh, it's everywhere now. So, the biggest thing was, like, the Detroit Red Wings are the only team in the NHL not to lose a game in regulation. It's like, okay, great. Like, and that stat lived for literally fucking, like, 12 hours, because then yeah. they got their shit kicked in by the Devils. <laughs> right. And it was just, I, it was just such a ridiculous thing, like, six games into the season. I mean, I'm glad they're getting points, but I just, they, we got way too hyped up on that one. And sure. then got our fucking dicks kicked in. Hey, right. we got a tough one coming up on Thursday too in Boston. Oh, see that's these, those are the games that so, like, you want to see. Like, are we, are we slanging? Are we banging? Toss me a punta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one thing throughout the NHL, I did want to discuss with you guys. Adidas, the official Jersey partner of the NHL, which, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm still on the fence on, if I like it, if I don't, whatever. They launched their reverse retros for the second year in a row. Uh, Detroit's was met with a lot of pushback, I, sh- I should say. Um, they went with their traditional original jersey, the Detroit Barber Pole is what they call it, and the original ones were red and white. Uh, these they put black on them. They tossed black onto the jerseys. Um, met with a lot of pushback when they were first launched. My thought on it, there's two different sides to this story. The way Adidas rolls these things out, I think is so horribly wrong. And it's and it's 90% of the reason people hate the uniforms when they're launched. Adidas makes every team, inside source, makes every team launch them the way that they asked to be launched. And the way they do it is with like models. And it's like very like street looking. They're, they're out, they're out and about yeah. and they're just wearing the Jersey with jeans and a hoodie. They're hanging out in Ferndale. Then, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. That's what I mean. They're like drinking yeah. craft beers yep. and like whatever. Mustache and people. And you don't see the full kit. You don't see the pants. You don't see the socks, the gloves, the helmets, like, which to me is it's the fucking, you can't just look at a Jersey on its own, especially when you're launching a new one when you're playing with historical colors and tradition and all of that and expect it to just be received well, yeah, especially with the slogan, history never repeats, which doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't get it. And like, that's how they were, had to roll them out. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, put them on hockey guys, right? Yeah. 
So they roll these things out. Fuck. They have all the jerseys, and then Detroit and Chicago's are right next to each other, and they look identical. Yeah, that that's stupid. I'm looking at them right now too. The Chicago ones and the Detroit ones are literally separated by a white stripe. A white stripe, and what's fucked is that we have black on ours. Black is their color. Like, right. I, I'm not even gonna. That's that's not our color. We looking are, at all of them. Ours is easily bottom five. It's and it's. I just I don't know. They had so many other things they could do. I feel like, um, and for them to to like make it look like Chicago's and black and red just just was obviously going to be met with a lot of feedback. Yeah. Right. So, Not a big fan at all. I mean but, they're just blah. Yeah, they're they're boring. They're, they're yeah. There's they're, some there's some pretty sweet ones that I do like. And there's like I just feel like there's so much more they could have done. I I don't mind them. I really do think they look good as like a standalone jersey with Larkin in the full kit, which they released. Just other variables. Exactly. Like, you know Chicago has the same ones. And, like, I, to be a Red Wings traditionalist, it's really tough to add a third color to the jersey. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get anybody who likes that. Right. And they, no. they did black, the simplest color you could ever add. I mean, I, I hate to say it because it's equating it to Michigan State, but it's like the lime green. Yeah. yeah those it's like are we're green and white. Yes. The Red Wings are red and white. Yes. That's their colors. That should be incorporated in every one of them. I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, did Big Sean design these ones too? Did he just design every team's <laughs> at Little Caesars yeah. Arena? Like, yeah. I, I don't understand it. But to your point, Lou, like, I'm looking at some of these other jerseys, and I'm like, dude, Colorado. The Kings are sick, yeah. I think. I love the Kings ones. Yeah, Kings the, rock. The Stars looks pretty cool, if I'm thinking that's Stars the Stars went one. back to their old logo. Yeah. Looks awesome. I like Calgary a lot, too. The classic C on the black. That and, looks sharp. And Calgary has the... They always did that... that yeah, weird, that little... That, uh, that waist thing. That yeah, that little stripe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, New Jersey Devils one with the jersey across So that's the that's, scroll. That's, that's actually just their third jersey. That's, oh, okay. That's not gotcha. the, the jersey jersey. That was... That's... Uh, so... So New Jersey's is actually based off of their Colorado route. So Colorado and them have the same colors. There was a lot of things that Adidas did that I was just yeah. like, did you guys not talk about this? I don't know. There's just so many routes they could have went. Like you guys remember the red and what the red and cream winter classics versus yes. Toronto. Yeah. It's like flip it. Just fucking make the red, white and the white red. Right. Yep. And you're going to get a lot of happy people. Right. Easily. Uh, take that barber pole logo the barber pole jersey that they had and just literally make the black white. Um, I don't know. I hate the the Oilers old logo is stupid. They it's need to so get rid dumb. of that. What is that? Like a piece of oil being ripped up <laughs> from the ground? No, dude, it's so bad. I don't know. That's uh, the, underwhelming. Know, we're playing the Bruins and theirs are sick. Yeah, like the there's bear. a lot too. Yeah. And, Sharp. I, and I get it's a tough uh thing to do it's tough to go in and change the most like historic jersey in the nhl and like try to make it look retro when it's been the same fucking jersey since 1930 26 but i still just think a little more effort could have been put in there and then like there just has to be some quality control where they just say hey that looks a lot like uh their least favorite team that looks like their biggest rivals jersey <laughs> yes so that's what i got with the um with the reverse retros and Truth be told, I'd, I'd, if one was given to me, I'd, I'd wear it. I'd wear the shit out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into the NFL, uh, we should touch on the MLB going into the World Series. Um, some exciting games uh, to get in there. I mean, I guess not really exciting games, but it's just teams are going to the World Series, and Bryce Harper fucking 
is ready to collapse the economy. Uh, I was just going to say pending financial crisis <laughs> coming <laughs> in if the <laughs> Phillies win here. So let's go Astros. Mm -hmm. And not to mention uh, Mattress Mac for oh, the- Oh, God, the, what did uh, he fucking bet on this time? The <laughs> super fan for the Houston Astros. <laughs> and I want to I wanna say he bet $10 million to win 75. $75 million on the Astros. So if the Astros win the World Series, he gets paid out $75 million. What's the, what's the cash out button look at, like on that, do you think? <laughs> When's the last time Mattress Mac gave a fuck about money? <laughs> uh, a long time ago, but um, I think it's uh, you know good star power. Philly has a lot of big names. You mentioned Harper, Reese Hoskins, Kyle Schwarber has become a fan favorite because of how far he hits home runs. I mean, I really like Schwarber on the Cubs too. Yeah, he's, uh, who didn't fall in love right, with Schwarber? Yeah, on yeah. The Does, isn't that ball still stuck in the, Fucking the stadium? Right. Didn't he have some wild ball get stuck up there? Or something? Yes, yes, yeah. he hit a huge home run. Um, but he was like the big Yabo guy. Like he was kind of like part of that whole movement. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's the guy that you thought you'd saw him at Liberty Park. Yeah, but <laughs> he doesn't play softball. He actually plays in the pro, uh, in the major yes. leagues. So, um, but then you got a team like the Astros, like, what the fuck? We haven't been to the playoffs in eight years. This team loses their manager, their GM, their Carlos Correa, yeah. Zach Grinke, Garrett Cole. What do they do? They just keep winning. It's they crazy. just keep winning. Um, it's crazy that they, they have such a good organization that it just keeps flowing. And, like, part of me, like – yeah, I like the Astros. I'd like to see it, but like, I'm still bitter. JV might get another fucking World Series with the Astros, and if that happens, he's going into the Hall of Fame say as it. an Astro. Yep, I oh, hate for to sure. say it. A hundred? No, it's it's duty. He might already be right. He's he's had a totally second career with Houston that like you would forget he played for Detroit. Right. Right. Yeah. If he wins another World Series, like forget about it. Why would he go in as? That's a what we should have been fucking doing the whole time, dude. Yeah. Insane. It's we crazy. had such a sick pitching staff. It's mind-numbing. The Tigers are actually like, I mean, with the Wings, at least you got all the cups, and then they collapse. The Pistons, you got your 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 you got a ton of great seasons in there, yeah. and then it collapsed. Uh, the Lions are dog shit forever. <laughs> and then it's like the Tigers, man. How did we not But wait, get what one? did Sheila Ford just say in her interview? We'll get to that here in a minute. No, we, not yet, man. We're let, me, not let me cry about the Tigers first. Spending time on that yet. Okay, let me ask you a question, Frank. Fine. Pending financial crisis or JV goes in as an Astro? Oh. What are you going to take right now? Are you going to take the chance that... I'll collapse history, the economy. Okay, history. You will take the chance uh -huh. on history repeating itself. Hey. Lou? I want the Phillies. Fuck the Astros. No, okay. And, and, I, and I will say it's not because of Verlander that I'm... Like he truly, the reason I'd root for Houston is because of JV. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm just not rooting for Houston. They they completely. I know it's a different team. Whatever. They completely cheated for a World Series. They did right. And I just haven't liked them since. And just and not that I like Philly. I just it's. I don't know. Houston's always there. I'm, and and watching Bryce Harper hit that dinger oh, was like the coolest thing. That was like childhood God. shit. It I was, was just gonna get bomb. into that and and say you know what I'm with Philly too. Bryce Harper has been great his his whole career. He's won multiple MVPs. He leaves the Nationals. They win the World Series right after, and everyone's like, oh, it's Bryce Harper. Guess what? The guy leaves, and they can fucking win. All he's done 
is played at a high level every year of his career. He's lived up to his contract thus far in Philadelphia. He's the leader of that team. He's a face for a franchise. And guess what? When they needed him most here in the playoffs, he's come up big. So I want to see Bryce Harper win a championship. I'm with you guys. Bring on any pending financial yeah. crisis. Let's see what happens. Yeah, pinch your pennies. Yeah, let's see what happens. Uh, and, and it's that – I don't know if you guys remember, but back in uh, – shit, I don't know when it was. Maybe 2008, 2009, that Sports Illustrated article – that Sports Illustrated magazine came out. Yep. And it was uh, – you know, I forgot the, the headline. It was just like baseball's next prodigy, Bryce Harper. Yep. It was, it was back when he was a catcher. Um, and he was pitching. He was just doing everything. Uh crazy to think that that guy that high school kid on that cover like lived up to his his hype yeah it's, it's I mean, crazy it's great like there's very few who have you know kobe lebron lebron yeah you know like very few people actually live up to that hype who's the guy who's supposed to come to state like you know just think of these people who fall off amani bates, amani yeah. bates yeah. yeah 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 amani bates <laughs> not um, doing too good who's the guy you're hyping up right now Oh, uh, oh, Victor, Victor Wembayana. Wembayana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll oh, see. Yeah. It's just like you hear these names and you know, right. Um, but yeah, no, I'm Phillies. I'm Phillies for sure. Uh, East hope, side hope to we seven, ride. Hope it's a seven game series. Uh, just so we get, uh, just some shitty weather. Yeah. To prove the MLB that they shouldn't <laughs> be playing in fucking November. Game one, three days before Halloween. <laughs> Insane. It's crazy. And what if New York would have won? Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. They had a couple 40-degree baseball already games. Already had two fucking rainouts. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Crazy stuff. Um, all right. Let's move into um, the NFL. Something that is is like, this is the point of the year, I feel like, with the NFL where I'm, like, exhausted. Number one, like, it's only week fucking seven. I see Chandler smirking. He deserves it. I deserve to be shot. Uh, the Lions stink. Unwatchable. <laughs> pathetic. Joke. Told you they never had a chance to get to nine wins. <laughs> Been saying it the whole time. They fucking suck. Dude. Uh, no bets are hitting. Nothing's making sense. Uh, I feel like worse than ever this year. Like the old, the, the guard is now changing. I feel like officially, like the Packers can't beat the fucking Jets at home off a loss to the Giants. The Bucks are losing to the fucking Panthers, who I took minus 11. I lost every bet. You can't rely on anybody. The Patriots lost to the Bears at home. I thought the Bears are the worst team in the NFL. Nothing is really making sense whatsoever this year, except the Chiefs are still really good. The Bills are still really good, and the Lions still really fucking suck. Those are the only two consistents, I feel like, from last year, unless I'm missing something. No, that sounds pretty accurate, Frank. And I can finally, sadly, sadly say that <laughs> the Kool-Aid is fucking dry in my cup. It's run dry. And I'm, I have to lay down my sword after... Jamal Williams fumbles for the first time in his career on a go-ahead touchdown. It's like, I don't fucking know, dude. What else can happen at this point? Don't know, don't care. And then they just, I mean, they should have covered too, which was fucking disgusting that Vegas cleaned up on that because everyone and their brother probably, or all the Sharps were on Lions, I want to say, actually. But they fucking kept it close the entire game and then turned the ball over four times in the last, like, five minutes. Final it was like, three possessions, Goff gave it away three times. Just... Terrible. Sword's laid down. Cup is dry. What do you want to say, Chandler? Yeah, just fuck us up, man. 
Well, I'll start with this. I told you so. Yeah, that's fair. Because I did say before the season that you did say even that. five or six wins is a good year. I so said, let's put that in context. They're over-unders at five and a half right now. I, I will stay two and three going to the bye. I think we're still cooking with a little gas. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy. So my thing is this, is we are who we thought they were. We are, we are. That's what the Lions are. Dan Campbell's a joke. Yeah. Frank. I told you after he cried last year in Minnesota, I said, this guy is not it. He's not it. He's made a critical mistake in nearly every game this year. Not challenging that play before the Jamal Williams fumble. That's insane. Take the touchdown. It it looked pretty clear, in my opinion, that that was a touchdown. What can go wrong will go wrong for the Lions. Absolutely. So anytime you get a chance to cut down on any extra opportunities – don't do it. But Jared Goff has crashed back down to earth. DeAndre Swift doesn't look great. ARSB, he's he's gimpy. I don't know if he's going to be even 90% the Chark, rest of the non-existent. Year. Chark, non-existent. Um, who's Hawkinson. Our, who's our D lineman? Pascal. Ch- Charles Harris. Oh. <laughs> Michael Brockers. I mean, Pascal. Mm. No, nothing. We're He's not still getting Rodrigo. anything Fuck. out of any of them. Rodrigo, what is he? A six-round rookie. It's not the guy's fault that everyone was sucking him off to be because honest, he though, was on hard knocks. It's be not honest, his fault. Defense did play good. To be honest, game. they <laughs> stink. Yeah, good. They do stink. They that, do stink. That's to be honest. And what I'm sick of is Sheila Ford Hamp coming out today. Oh, and God. What is, just be patient. Not coming out today. Called, well, coming out would, would work as well, but I just want people to know that she asked. She wanted to she talk wanted to the, the media. Press. She wanted to talk to the media. Sheila Ford Hamp, the, the There's nothing owner. she could say. It, what, nothing. What are you doing? Except we're selling. Just be who you are. Hide in the shadows and just collect your paychecks. And what she said should be fucking. Which is what? We're not used to losing, or we're we hate losing more than anyone. Yeah. Buddy, what have you won ever? <laughs> then, then that then why do you do it so much? You know, that would be like that would be like someone saying to us, like, why do you like no one hates betting more than us? <laughs> no one hates drinking more than us. No one <laughs> hates losing more than us. That well, you are no tr- one hates golf more than me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's got to come to a, a point. We've got a lot of Metro Detroit listeners, like we have to band together and boycott this damn team. Unless they get hurt financially, nothing's ever going to change. It's crystal clear. They don't know how to run a franchise. A boycott won't do anything. Well, if it hurts their pocketbooks. We storm the Ford plants. If it hurts the pocketbooks, (laughs) it will hurt them. And, yes, you get rev share. Stop buying tickets. Stop buying into the same old bullshit. We haven't had a, a coach that has had another coaching job ever. Yeah. Ever. Head coach. Yeah. Ever. We've ruined careers. We <laughs> had our franchise quarterback for 13 years. We couldn't win a playoff game with him. He leaves. He wins a Super Bowl the first year. Pretty good. You couldn't. If someone wrote a fucking movie about this, you'd say that it was fake. Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. And the same people, you two included. Yep. In August, mm-hmm. see the training camp, see our new things, see the sound bites. Get a football guy in here that's just going to plan and to execute on his plan. I don't get what's so hard about it. What's so hard is we don't have a guy that knows how to plan or execute. We have a guy that knows how to fire people up 
and say the right things no, in press conferences. I get that. I don't know why it's like through all the guys we've had, like all coaches. Like Patricia was supposed to be an X's and O's type guy. Yeah. He was fucking awful. You don't hire a Belichick guy though. Right. Everyone knows Based you on do the not tree. hire a Belichick assistant. Isn't it funny like to, like Jelani Tavai is like starting for the, the Patriots? He's just like their yes. new Van Noy. Yes. We are a joke. It's crazy. Quandre you know, Diggs. We'll trade for Mac Jones too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be our next quarterback. Well, so, so question though. The one thing I'll ask you guys, and I'm not – so if you're Brad Holmes though, okay, are you are you you're not that mad about this, right? I mean, this plays right into rebuild. This yeah. is like his the team was never supposed to win now. I'm not saying next year, man, look the fuck out. I'm not saying any of this, but like now we're now we're fighting for the number one overall pick, which we could totally fuck up. Oh, and DC is the meat shield right now. He's taking all the fucking <laughs> that's, shots. So, that's, so that he's like, yes, exactly. The meat shield in front. And Brad Holmes <laughs> is like, well, this is perfect. I'm yep. gonna get the number one overall pick, and the Rams aren't looking that great. Like, he's gonna have an opportunity to put a good to put a roster on the field. Well, and the thing is with cap space and with the with the roster. There's uh, no the pressure. Draft. Because yeah, no. there's no pressure from the top. Yeah. Because we why, don't why, we're why, not used to winning. Why would he care if he loses? This is a losing culture. They don't expect any less. No. They don't no. expect any more. Re- uh, we're still going to games. They, I went to week one. Right. Yeah. I went. I will still go to week one, unfortunately <laughs> too. And what comes out today? What comes out today? to further all of our points about them tanking and buying themselves another year. What comes out today? Jamison Williams, Lions say he's probably out another month. Well, he should just stay out. He should out. not play the rest of the Correct. season. Why? Well, our first-round pick, we, we, we didn't have one of our first-round picks that we traded two top 50 picks for. Well, he didn't play this year, so we got him coming up next year. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous that they can feed this city the same bullshit Year over year over year, and what do people do? They just eat it up. When JMO comes back, it's going to be different. When we have a full roster, it's going to be different. We got two first-round picks. Our defense is going to look different next year. I can tell everybody this. With this head coach, we're never going to win. Fair enough. I can't say that about Brad Holmes. I won't say that about Brad Holmes. But with Dan Campbell, we will never win. And with the Fords... We will never win. Ever. We're fucked. <laughs> a lot of hope out of Channy. Uh, the positivity corner. Uh, I mean, hey, you're speaking truths. I, I'm going to choose to live in a fantasy world. We're not going to win this year, but I guarantee next year. Uh, I'm going to be fucking silver Drinking the silver nine win Kool-Aid. Yeah, absolutely. If we can get into that by two and three, Look out. Get the lead paint out, baby. No, Chandler, you're saying it correctly, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I am sick. I'm saying this. If I saw it once, I would have hope. If I saw it one time, just like Michigan State going in this week, and I say, you know what? They're having a bad year. Like Zadina. Yes. trying to tell you. Yes, but they've done it before, so I have hope. I can't say that. They've never done it. Yeah. They've never done it. No hope to have. They're never going to do it. <laughs> Hopeless in Seattle. Yep. Hopeless in Detroit. Hopeless in Detroit. <laughs> All right. Any other news from around the NFL besides that we live in a barren wasteland of football? But, like, no, I'm not ready to be done yet. Uh, like, <laughs> people are st- – but, like, what is wild, though, is, like, people are still going to, like, go to games this year. People are going to, like, attend. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah. You know what else is wild? People are going to root for them to win. 
Yeah, that's that's wild. Why would you do that? The season's over. But like, I, yeah. I like forget the excuse thing aside. Like, they're always going to have excuses. There's always be reasons why they didn't win. Like, I but like truly, I'm like very down with just not getting Jameson in this year. Maybe like a couple games at the end just to feel what see the a game, little NFL action. Yeah. yeah. It makes no sense for him to play, to risk him getting hurt. I, I mean, truly wonder, like, what the locker room actually feels like. You know, you, you hear all the reports about, like, people hating Patricia and, like, all that stuff. Like, I just – I wonder if it's, like, a collective eye roll in there or if it is – or if they're still just, like, grit. I feel like when you're losing like that, everything's just yeah, negative. Yeah. It don't matter, yeah. right? Right. And, like, everything he's Winning solves everything. Like, all right, yeah, you know? I mean, we've heard it for how many fucking weeks now? It's the same press conference. We just said yeah, the same dude. thing three weeks ago about Coach Tucker. What did we say? Stop with the isms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop saying keep chopping. Just go out and win, yeah. and that solves everything. And we won't care. You're and right. that's exactly what they're probably saying to themselves right now. And know what a lot of them are saying? Not only are we not winning, he's costing us games. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. It's something to say we're in a rebuild and we're losing. <laughs> yeah. It's another thing to say our coach is actually losing us games and we can point to instances in every game that he's fucked it up. Yeah, and uh, one thing I just noticed, like, Badgley just hits kicks. You know, like, we were scared to trot that guy out. Right. He's an NFL kicker. He's like, hasn't missed. 50-plus yarders. Yeah. He's been fine. Yeah, he's been just fine. He hit four for four with, like, who was it? Like the Bears or the Chargers? Someone he was that, on the Chargers yeah. for a little while. He, I think that's where his like name became a name. Yeah, but then like whatever. Then he was on the Bears. I'm, I'm not sure. Regardless, we fucking suck. Yeah, and it's like I'm not even really. You know, I was like on Sunday. I was like cleaning out my garage and like had red zone on. You know, it's like yeah. I'm not. I can't be this non-productive and watch like, this shit. I'm. I'm just being honest, guys. Like, how are we supposed to? We have to have this segment as part of our podcast. How do you write up a segment about the Lions every week? What's there to say? This. There's nothing more to say. Right. It's going to soon turn into... We're just going to breeze over it. Oh, C.J. Stroud. He's got five straight touchdowns in three straight weeks. Oh, man. He's going to be good. In a, Who are we looking at in the draft? Into. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's, gonna, it's just going to be like, are we Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud? Yeah. Guys? That's going to be the, the talk. I don't like either of them either. So. Well, yeah, we don't have to talk about them. We are an XFL team. <laughs> our season peaks in the spring yeah in april we didn't even make it through october this year no no that's, that's really like so shit gutting yes no it, it's it's insane and then you and then you so like the the another huge mind fuck about this whole thing is like it's okay it's not surprising lines are one in five it's not surprising that they lost to dallas whatever 24 to 6 or whatever it was uh, it's, it's like not surprising. We're a complete joke. It's not, but what, what twists my mind all around is like, you have a week, like the last two weeks or last week where you can use standalone and bad teams, bad organizations put up fights. One games are turning things around. Like you look at the New York giants, obviously great example. One year, Brian Dable, uh, they're six and one now, right? I'm, I'm fucking giving you props, Channy. All right, Jesus, don't. Knock the table over with your boner. Yeah, uh, the, G-Man. The, 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 the Jets, who like like the the city of Dearborn was like begging to hire Salah. Yeah, uh, right. he's what are they five and two? Just beat Green Bay at home. Yeah, uh, biggest one for me. I think I thought the Bears were the worst team in the NFL. I still think they're pretty trash. I they're, they might trash. fucking stomp us. They dude. are three and four and looked like they couldn't be. They put up a fight versus the Patriots on national television. Like when is the last time we did? I know we beat the Patriots when we had Patricia, but like outside of that, like 
when have we shown up like that? When have we like been the any given Sunday team? We just aren't. It's been we're over not a real five years. The fucking Panthers strung it together it with that's the other one I'm with missing. nobody, PJ and they Walker. fucking yeah. blew out Tom Brady, bro. I mean. How about, the, how about the other team in their division? The Falcons, three and yes. four, tied for first. Mariota. Marcus Mariota. What, what, like, what are we doing? What are we talking about here? Even like the Saints aren't a good team, but they're like a respectable organization who, everyone could, who thought, could beat you. Yeah, yes, and everyone thought like the Seahawks were going to have the fucking worst oh, yeah. year. They look sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look good. They don't even look okay. They look good. Should Ooh. we go down the list? The team that we beat this year, the Commanders, three and four yeah. with a backup quarterback. Yeah. How about even, I'll go even worse, like like Pittsburgh Steelers, traditionally good, been good our whole lives, always kind of, you know, like, even like this year is like, oh my God, this is the year that they blow, right? Like right. they're one of the worst teams ever, beat the Bucks. Yeah. Can we just do that? Can we just have that? And yes, you know what, actually, guys, we are going to have that. We're going to have that when we have two games left. We're up one mm-hmm. game on second worst in the league. Mm-hmm. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to blow the first round or the first overall pick because we're going to win a game in late December and beat the Vikings or the Packers or whoever it is. And that's when we're going to have our moment and the Kool-Aid's going to get refilled for next year. <laughs> As is tradition. Right. Rinse, wash. Can we get repeat. to picks or something? I'm, yeah. I'm tired of yeah. talking about this, yeah, this damn franchise. This has been exhausting. Um, that I was, had a solid week last week in the old picks. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. I did not. No. Yeah. Um, looking at the um, – let me pull these up. I don't even know if I – So I know – I got my recap. Oh, um, yeah, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll buzz over real quick because I'm happy about it. Otherwise, I wouldn't bring it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had we had the Buckeyes over the Hawkeyes, which was an absolute fucking sin. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a barrel. Yep. Um, and then we had – I had the Titans – Minus two and a half against the Colts, which looked pretty good most of the game. They kind of sealed it up uh, right there at the end. Took the Chiefs um, against the Niners. Blowout. Yep, they they had that one handily second half. And then the only one I did end up losing, though, we all were on the shark of the fucking Denver. They are Let's just ride. <laughs> shit goes. So yeah. they're, they're bad, bad. Yeah, they are. Really they had bad. what's his name started. It doesn't. Matter. I mean, they're it just bad, bad. Did you the funny thing? Uh, fucking Russi. So they're going to London this week. Yeah. They said Russi was doing high knees on the plane ride while everyone was sleeping on the <laughs> way to London. Dude, what's up with him? Dude, he's gotten so weird. Like he was not this weird in Seattle. No. He was always a rah rah like. Good, yeah. good guy, but yeah. like now it's getting to JJ Watt territory where it's way over. Like, what the fuck? And are he's you doing? losing a lot, which makes it weirder. <laughs> he makes it way worse. Dude, if they were worse. undefeated, all this stuff would be cool, right? I mean, that's just how it, it wouldn't goes. be cool. But we'd be like, whatever. He's killing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And like, dude, he's <laughs> like, I think Subway's like buying into like how weird he's being, and he like has these dangerous sandwiches. <laughs> like, it's yeah. crazy. Dude, it's I can't believe it. Remember when everyone is. thought that Sierra had a dick? That was like the ultimate <laughs> myth. <laughs> Dude, that was big on the playground. Dude, everyone like the, like how did that even like I don't know. And I was like sold on it. Yeah. As a kid. That was like, yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just thought she had a huge Adam's apple. Wild. Um, all right. Let's get into picks. Looking ahead this week. Um, we're doing three. Let's get this moving. Anybody uh want to jump on these? <clears throat> All right, no, I'm going to jump yeah. on it then. Okay, first pick for me, 
Um, we are looking about it at a team we just talked about, even though we talked about pretty much every team. Um, I bet against this team last week. They made me eat shit in more ways than one. Not only did they cover the spread, they outright won as an 11-point dog at home playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, up-down theory here, Carolina has an Carolina's still a bad team. Uh, they're better with P.J. Walker than Baker Mayfield, who might be the worst He's the worst quarterback in the NFL. I've said that. Um, they go to Atlanta. Atlanta's been a very spicy team this year. Uh, Atlanta is four and a half point favorites at home. Um, I think Carolina's riding high from their last win. They come back down to earth. Uh, is Atlanta coming off a bye? No, Atlanta played uh, Bengals last week. They lost last, last week. That's yeah. right. Okay, gotcha. That's right. So I am taking Atlanta, the spicy Atlanta Falcons, to cover four and a half versus the Carolina Panthers. I think they come down to earth uh, this week. I like it. I see a lot of my my rules here this week. Yeah, so. to learn. another tough week here looking at the slate. The NFL is just tough now. That's what I mean. Like, I'm not having fun. It's so, not for me like a three and four guy, but, you know, yeah, I get so it. You know, you know where we're going with this one, so... I told you last week not to do it, Frank. You yeah, did it. I did it twice. I've told everyone this year the best rule right now is interdivision home dogs. Seven and two on the year so far. And we're going to find ourselves down in Houston, Texas, where the Houston Texans take on the Tennessee Titans. Titans are on a little bit of a roll. They're in first in the AFC South. Texans, if you can name three of their starters outside of Brandon Cooks, kudos to you because I can't. But what I do know is. Only giving the Titans two points, and it's the franchise that came back that stole their franchise. The Oilers moved to Tennessee. There's more than just this game on the line. So with that, I'm going to take the Houston Texans plus two at home, and my inner division home dogs are going to continue rolling here. I like the pick. I like the pick. All right, all right. So this game didn't really make much sense to me. So I kind of, you know, drew me to go check it out a little bit more and buzz down to AT&T Stadium mm -hmm. where the Dallas Cowboys are taking on Frank's team that he was just juicing up earlier. The Chicago Bears they fucked me coming off their biggest win of the season. Probably we could say by far scored the most points they've ever scored in a, in a game and they're traveling down. Tough game for them. Old school matchup. Old Ironheads. I think Dallas is is just starting to find their stride after kicking the shit out of us. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and lay the nine and a half points and take the Cowboys over the Bears. There we go. I like that pick. That's definitely the up down. I, I tell you, man, that Bears Patriots game was absolutely like the most frustrating fucking game for me to watch. Uh, I was losing my mind. I needed fucking some points out of the defense. Couldn't get it. Um, all right. So I am just checking. I am, like, forgetting who was on buys last week and who wasn't. And I am just... Uh, bylaws. Yeah, bylaws. What's a bylaw? By weeks were the Bills, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Eagles. Bills, the Rams, Vikings, Eagles. Okay, cool. So uh, that one makes... My decision a little easier here. Uh, I think the Arizona Cardinals are a bad team. Uh, they get Minnesota at uh, in Minnesota. I think Minnesota is riding high. They're running the division. I don't think they're necessarily a good team, but I do think 
uh, Arizona is a bad team. What scares me here a little bit is the hook at three and a half. But I think Kirk Cousins with a week of rest, being able to prepare for Kyler Murray, just double team DeAndre Hopkins, and you should be good to go. Minnesota Vikings cover the three and a half at home versus the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, okay, Frank. Mm, I don't know if he hates diggity. it or if I took his pick. Mm, could be a both. I don't know. Could be that he hates his own pick. Yeah, it could be that he hates me. I just hate this pick. I hated the pick I just made if it made you feel Spit better. Spit it out. I'm not going to do another interdivision home dog, although everybody knows I take them every weekend outside of these, but I'm not even going to do an explanation on this one. I fucking hate it. Give me the Lions plus three and a half. So <laughs> oh, my God. We're not just going to breeze over that, yeah, buddy. no way. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Stop buying this team. They're a joke. Stop rooting for them. Janny Campbell here to stay, boys. Yeah, good God. What did I say? Plus Kneecap three and a half or minus three and a half? I didn't say they were going to win the damn game. I said they were going to cover the plus yeah. three and a half. Sounds like you're pretty I think excited. they're going to keep it close. Tua's a fraud. The Dolphins are frauds. The Lions are frauds. This is the fraud bowl. This is the quick lane bowl. It's a precursor for it. I do think you're crazy. IRS bowl. I, I do think you're crazy. I just, the, the line is weird. Three and a half. Yeah, it makes no it's sense. Very, that should be a touchdown or more. Like, that doesn't make sense. A lot of money. Traveling into Ford Field, you got to remember, that's a tough place to play. <laughs> I didn't factor that at all into my pick. But over three quarters of the money on the Dolphins, it just doesn't sit well with me. The Lions suck. Do they continue to suck? I wouldn't be surprised. But, damn it, can you just keep the fucking game close? Give me the Lions three and a half. Wow, Chandler, I'm so proud of you for taking him. Fill I, uh, this guy. Get this guy some fucking Kool-Aid, boys. I don't see that at all. I just think we're going to get gutted again. Wow. Well, well I'm going <laughs> to stay far away from Ford Field, <laughs> all the way in the Pacific Northwest. Love it. And we are going to travel to old Seattle, where the Seahawks are taking on the scorching hot Giants. Giants coming off a win in Jacksonville last week. Seattle, like I mentioned earlier, playing really good football this year. I think that they surprised the G-Men at home. 12-man gives them all they can handle. Give me the Seahawks minus three. Dude, Seattle has been such a surprise this year. I thought that everyone just thought they were going to be trash cans. And Gino has just spun the rock. Yeah, he's <laughs> That's been all it, he's dude. done. All he's done. Is, dude, ser- seriously? He did right back. This board stinks. Like, I just... I have no confidence. I, I'm just beat up over the last two weeks. Like, I'm just beat to shit. I can't even rely on old faithfuls, nothing. Like, all these lines are fucking spooky to me. Get like, back to your foundation, I'm Frank. trying, dude. Like, okay, so Jags minus two and a half hosting Denver. Weird. Oh, that's in London too, right? Weird. Like, weird lines everywhere. The Lions one makes no fucking sense. Um, what, like, what's this coin flip game? New Orleans, Las Vegas? How about the Jets, two-point dogs at home to New England? Interdivision home dog. Yeah, what's going on there? I almost took it. Surprised you didn't. Well, guess what? Eagles off a bye versus the the Steelers? Like, I I have no trust in anything right now. Well, we have one more opportunity for an interdivision home dog, which brings me to my Sheep Shark bet of the week. I know know what it is. Sheep Shark bet of the week takes us to... The City of Angels, yeah. Los Angeles, California, where we see the San Francisco 49ers newly acquired Christian McCaffrey, Jimmy G, and the boys go down to meet Pad Statford, the old franchise quarterback here, as the 49ers lay a point and a half 
at the Rams. Rams coming off a bye week. 49ers coming off an ass beating. 94% of the money on the San Francisco 49ers. So I ask you guys on the count of three, are you going to be a shark and go with the Rams or are you going to be a sheep and go with the San Francisco 49ers and 94% of the money? So on the count of three, one, two, three. Niners. All right, so we've got Lou and Frank on the Niners and myself on the Rams. Boys, go ahead. I uh, I just... They got they got their ass beat. If this line was a little bigger, I, I'd maybe go with the Rams. Uh, my, I, I'm just I'm trying not to overthink this one. I just think the Niners are a better team, and good teams don't lose two games in a row like this. Uh, and they absolutely beat the piss out of the Rams the last time, which is not really a, a reason to take them this time. I just think San Fran's a better team, and they have to get on track. And I can't see the Rams. I don't know. I can't see the Rams winning this game. Okay, fair enough. I feel like I just I big brained myself last week. I hated the fucking Broncos, but it just didn't seem right to take the Jets. And this week I'm just going with my gut. And like you said, Frank, they just got blown out. They got McCaffrey. Jimmy G's starting to click a little bit. AU get Debo involved. The Rams are fucking packing it in. I'm going with the Niners minus one and a half. Let's go. Okay. So again, boys, it's been a theme all year. It was a theme of this episode. Interdivision home dog. Rams coming off of a bye week. Bye week two is huge. They look like shit, don't they? They do. They look terrible. Yep. They haven't played good. Cam Akers, I don't even know if he's with the team anymore. No. I don't know what's going on with that situation. Allen Trade Robinson him, has been an absolute fraud this year. But you know what? There's just something about it. Why are they only getting one and a half at home? It's an interdivision game. It's going to be tough. I just think the Rams come out, play. Uh, give Sean McVay two weeks to brainstorm, and the Niners blew their load last week trying to beat the Chiefs. I'll take the Rams plus one and a half. I love it. I love your logic more than mine, um, but I just I just think the Niners are a better team, and fuck the Rams, right? Well, I, I hate the Rams, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. The- <laughs> I hit them both at the same time, which I guess is perfect. All right, let's add on our college bets here, and then uh, we can get into our next shit. Yeah. So uh, we're going to tack on a college bet, little sweetener, little touch at the end here. I'm going to keep mine super simple. Uh, Ohio State travels to Happy Valley to play Penn State. Pizzo has said time and time again that Penn State are a bunch of frauds. Uh, frauds to the point that got him to pick uh, Michigan as one of his college wow. bets. That's so big fraud. That's huge. So if Michigan can beat that team, what was it, 41 to 10, something like that, 41 to 17? Uh, who? Penn Mi- State Michigan. against oh, Michigan, yeah. yeah. They, they throttled them. Um, Ohio State is uh, a better team than Michigan. It's 15 and a half. I love the number. I love the number. So I'm taking Ohio State minus 15 and a half. Probably love it too much. Wow. Wow, Okay. Chandler, you want me to take it or you want it? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so I'm going to go We're gonna go to New York for, for my game here. I feel like this could be a little bit on the sheep side, but there isn't a college football team that I think isn't as fraudulent as, as Penn State. They're definitely number one, but this team is a second very close to them, and that's Notre Dame. Frauds. And they are traveling forever, forever to Syracuse, who's playing maybe some of their best football that they've played in a long time. Ooh. Coming off a loss. Should have beat Clemson. Yep. 
They did. And they're playing good ball. Give me the Orange Men minus, what is it, two and a half at home against the Fighting Irish. Speaking of frauds, as we sat in Greek town sulking our losses away, I watched this fraudulent team blow a two-teamer, and that is the Old Miss Rebels. Fuck Old Miss. Fuck Lane Kiffin. Fuck Jackson Dart. Fuck the SEC. Give me Texas A&M plus two. Love it. Just the full big fraud cast. Big spite pick. <laughs> uh, one thing I did want to note here. Uh, what was it? Minus two? Uh, plus two. Plus, plus two. two. They're getting two at home. Okay. Um, one thing, props to the NFL. Uh, this is the only time I'll say it because all the primetime games have kind of kind of stunk. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully Bucks Ravens gives us a good one. But I do I do love that on Halloween, Monday night, uh, we get Bengals-Browns, just full orange game. Absolute, oh, wow. Absolute wow. Halloween pumpkin love orange that. game on Halloween. Are you dressing up as Alfie? I probably will. <laughs> What's his name? Brownie? Uh, Brownie. Dipshit. Oh, okay. Bro- dipshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I love that they were just like, Give us the two orange teams on Halloween. That'll be fun visually to look at. Yeah. Even though, as I've said before, Halloween should be this Saturday. Yeah. It should always be the last Saturday. I in love October. that idea. Yeah. Love that Kids idea. Kids got to go trick or treating on Monday. Bullshit. It's bullshit. 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 And Saturday's going to be gorgeous. Monday, I bet you it rains. That's how it always works. That's how it lands. That's how she does it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, good stuff today. Some depressing stuff, some exciting stuff all the way around. You never know what you're going to get with the fizz. Sprays everywhere, as they say. You can definitely say the Kool-Aid is dry at the The, fizz. The Kool-Aid's very dry, and Chandler's angry even though he's fucking betting on him. Um, That was just the wildest. He went on that fucking rant. It took him 10 minutes to spit it out. He was muddling to himself. like spit on his laptop screen. We're like, are you picking? He's like grunting. Yeah, Yeah, I thought he was like mad at me. I thought I took his pick. I was like, hey, there's buddy, no way. snap out of it. I was like, all right, dude, you can have the Falcons if you want them. There's six other games I don't know what the winner is going to oh, be either. Shit. I hate my picks this week. I'm going to put that right on the record. But by hating those picks, that means I should love them. Correct. Yes. Wow. That's the big, big brain. brain. Big yes. brain. Big brain. Reverse psychology. Yes. Yes. Um, Jer Bear hook us up this week? He did. Thank you for reminding me what the hell I was doing. Yeah. What about uh, Kirtland? Kirtland? Dude, Kirtland won. He... um. He posted on his story uh one nothing Kirtland victory and it wow. felt like I think it was the playoffs. It felt like a playoffs post. Okay. Cause it, he wrote Go some, hornies. He wrote something like, you know, on to the next one or like another one bites the dust or like eat my balls. He said something like that. Hit him with the ism. Yeah, it was cool. It there was we cool. go. Yeah. The eat my balls ism always works. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's uh a tried and true ideology. All right. So can just, I can I make a little note on the Kirtland Hornies? Please. So I tried looking them up just yeah. to to see how they were doing. Did you search Hornies? And I stumbled upon their record. Yeah. And they're ranked seventeen fifty three in the nation right now. Really? They're the one thousand seven hundred and fifty three best team in, in the, the whole nation. country. Yes. That's impressive as hell. There we go. Go Kirtland. They were eleven four and one. It looks like. Let's go. Hornies. Good job, Hornies. Is that it? The Kirtland, their, their logo is like the... The Hornet? Yeah, Kirtland, Ohio. Kirtland Hornies, Varsity Boys Soccer. That's them, yeah. Good job, Hornies. And is he... I wonder if he's coaching... He's JV, though, I think. Is oh, he not? man. Because didn't we say... Because remember that. we said, like, we love JV JV team? football, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, right. you're right. Yeah. Or JV soccer. Or JV football, some would say. Jerry, uh, you should have the JV play the varsity if you had any sort of nutsack. 
eat my sack. Thank you. All right, let's <laughs> <laughs> moving into over under here. The boys are exhausted. Uh, moving into over under, Jerry sent them. I do appreciate it. No call, no text. Just showed up. Reliable as can be. Thank you, Jerry. Like a dural ass battery. Preach. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, LGRW, I know you're watching from Cleveland, Ohio. Curious how you're watching. Do you buy the Bally Sports app, or how are you doing that? He's got to be going Bally's. Yeah, he's got to. They just launched it. It's 20 bucks a month. Maybe the, I'm debating cutting cable just because of it. Going bail. All right, number one on the list, starting with you, Lou. You're on the spot. NFL cheerleaders, over or underrated? I wish I knew what NFL cheerleaders were because here in Detroit – we don't have them. We do. We, we do, do now. now. Oh, we do. okay. Well, we didn't for a long time. We didn't for a long time, and then uh, your girl, Kelly Stafford, uh, got them started. She did. Okay. Well, huge blunder by me there. I never noticed them. That's bad. Maybe that's my own fault. No, we're a bad organization. I don't know. I think they're kind of... I think it's kind of played out at this point. I think we got to, like, spice it up a little bit. They should start doing, like, trampese act hitting trampolines at halftime, buzzing around the stadium. You like, want a Cirque du Soleil? Yeah, yeah. Go like more circus route. Really get the entertainment, you know. The 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 stuff that we're saying, it's not working out. Overrated. Wow. Dog and the cheerleaders. There Channing. we go. Lou, I think you're on to something here. Every time I think of cheerleaders, I think of that one beer commercial where they're like, and I, oh, I love, that love you too. Yeah. Quarterbacks eating dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pom poms and short skirts. Wow. Yeah. So that's like how <laughs> that commercial I commercial. <laughs> yeah. So I remember that one from back in the day, and I'm like, oh, cheerleaders are sick. And then I'm like, no, they actually kind of suck. I want the baton throwing high schooler in the corner like we used to have in the Silver Dome. I want Skippy the dog getting a frisbee at halftime. I don't want. Che- I mean, it is what it is. I'm not there to fu- fucking look at cheerleaders. I'm there to watch the game. Cheerleaders are overrated. Wow. Dog and the cheerleaders. Uh, I disagree with both of you guys. Cheerleaders are a part of American football. They're gals who love football, and they love cheering. They love dancing your favorite team. I do agree. That's probably some of their routines and stuff played out, overdone. Uh, but cheerleaders, uh, he did say NFL, not college. College, it's obviously a part of it. Right. Yeah. But NFL cheerleaders, like, you think of, like, I just think of the replacements, the movie The Replacements. Cheerleaders, integral Great part scene. of the organization yes. there. Very big. Uh, also, just the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders is, like, the most American thing next to, like, apple pie and the Big Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think all of those things are part of football. They're part of the game. And you're not going to see me get mad at uh, good-looking women dancing for football. Not saying that they need to uh, – like they're they're necessary for anything outside <laughs> of like for them winning, and they probably could up their routine a little more. But I got no problem with them. Uh, underrated. Good point. Good point, Frank. Cheerleaders. But, but I was thinking about what you were saying, Pizzo, of like baton throwing and fucking flames and Skippy the dog, all that Trampese. shit. The the Pistons, and I don't know if every NBA team does this, but I feel like they do because I did see a couple Bulls games in Chicago. Just it's chaos. It's fucking chaos. Like, the cheerleaders are going. Benny the Bull or Hooper's doing a backflip off of, like, a fucking trampoline through a flaming hoop. Then they have, like, Ice T performing in the corner. Like, I feel like so much is going There's on. There's a guy holding, like, 50 plates up on a <laughs> yeah. unicycle. On, like, sticks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like there's so much going on, and maybe the NFL could do a little of that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Spice it up. All right, cool. NFL cheerleaders. Number two, this is a wild uh, segue. I'll leave it off. The Palace of Auburn Hills. Wow. Oh, uh, the Palace of Auburn Hill is extremely underrated. Uh, it was a super nice <laughs> arena, and it always helps when you win there. Uh, if if they if the Pistons didn't win there, I don't know if I'd feel the same way. 
but I always liked that stadium. Like it was nice, good, good arena. A uh, lot of Pistons winning there. Uh, but the one thing that did suck was just like going there, like going there and leaving there. You'd always get stuck in traffic and it was so far from downtown. It's physical location suck, but the building itself was awesome. And there's no way I'm dogging the palace. Uh, underrated palace of Auburn Hills. Wow. See, I'm going to say underrated for the same reason because we live in the Northern suburbs and growing up, you had the silver dome. They moved Ford field down there. You had to go to the Joe, you had to go to tiger stadium, but guess what? You could always take the back roads to the palace. It was a 20 minute drive for us people in Northern Macomb County. You could get late tickets, buzz off to the game, get there, take the back roads home. We didn't get stuck in the traffic because we had an easy out. So, I mean, we graduated high school there. We had our ceremony there. Yep. Um, We had the Pistons win a title there. It was sold out for the most consecutive games over any arena during that era of the NBA. The Palace of Auburn Hills was unbelievable. Um, Much better than Little Caesars Arena. Some people might disagree with that. I think it's better than Little Caesars Arena. I don't know about that. Give me the Palace of Auburn Hills as under rated place rocked you guys ever see a concert there no i did not know i saw rihanna okay wow nice yeah, there cool. we go uh nice. she she was underwhelming but she i was but very there. i love rihanna it was yeah. very, i was maybe i got a little too fired up but yeah like she didn't really sing which kind of Jesus, bummed me out man. rihanna nfl cheerleaders you're like fired up over there oh right yeah right now, sorry man. sorry i like chicks <laughs> sorry i like chicks you, you you want the fucking band leader twirling the baton i do get you going. i do yeah not to get me going i'm there to watch a game i graduated high school there going, i man. loved it you got like jerking to them, man. I just like they're a nice part of the entertainment that I've paid to see. Sure. Up, Pisa, what do you think? I'll keep it short and sweet. <laughs> I'm gonna also go with underrated as well. Had a lot of good times at the palace, watched some playoff basketball there. Another big thing you guys didn't mention parking. Simple, very easy. Drive to the fucking stadium, park at the stadium. Correct. Don't worry about anything. You guys Correct. are such fucking suburbanites, man. So all good overall. They just remodeled it, too, and then they fucking tore it down. It made no sense. Yes. That was, Underrated. The way it went out was horrible. It was a. It was not the way it should have ended. Um, RIP Palace, we love you. Great memories. Number three, uh, Channy, you're up. Subway. Just says Subway. Overrated. Subway sucks. <laughs> I actually just talked to somebody today from my team who went there recently. They said it was terrible. Subway sucks. It's got slimy meat. Overrated. Yeah, I'll follow that. Very overrated. Subway is the worst sub chain that you could go to, especially like this day and age. There's so many good sub places out there. I can't think of a reason why you would ever go to a subway unless it was the only thing in a fucking 20-mile radius and you had to be back somewhere in 10 minutes. It's terrible. They barely put any meat on it, and then they load you with fucking old lettuce and shitty tomatoes, and they expect you to fucking enjoy the sandwich. It's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Subway. I don't so, want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a, well, I'm going to make you. Okay. Uh, wait, so I have a question for you guys. Like, did you guys always feel this way about Subway? No. Right. No, I didn't. Okay. I used to eat Subway after, uh, before every hockey game. Like, I would, it was right across the street from Fraser Ice Arena, and I would go to the Subway there, and it was awesome. I, like, looked forward to it. That was, like, my go-to sub spot in, right. in high school. So but there was, wasn't, like, the Jimmy Johns, the Jersey Mikes as much. True. Right? But, but and like, that's what, like, but like I, I think they went to shit. Okay, so I guess I'll just give my answer. But, like, Subway 
overrated. Like it's absolute trash now. It's in gas stations. Like it's connected to everything. Did you know there's more subway locations in the United States than there are McDonald's? It's the number one fast food, fast casual restaurant in the United States. And that's because they're in fucking gas stations. And uh, that's caused their quality to absolutely plummet. There is an uh, uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver who does a whole fucking 20-minute rant about Subway and why they are so shitty, uh, like, right now. Why their bread is made with the same shit as Yoga Mat. <laughs> why, their, why their tuna is literally just fucking chopped up turds. Like, it's, it's a you guys should watch it if you give a shit. It's pretty entertaining. They spread themselves so thin, and their barrier to own a franchise was so, uh, like, easy to get into that it just plummeted all their quality and everything. Oh, yeah. Like that. And Makes then owning sense. a franchise, you, like, lose all the money. So Subway fucking sucks up and down, head to toe. Russell Wilson sucks, too. Overrated. I was just going to say, when they traded Jared for Dangerous... You knew it was over. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's tough to say. Jared kind of retired himself. Yeah, Jared kind of went out in flames as well. <laughs> All right, number four on the list, New York City. I'll take this one. I am going there for the first time in like like two weeks. So wow. I've, never, I've never been there. Uh, I've traveled a lot for work. I've been to quite a few of the major cities in the U.S. I actually get kind of like embarrassed in social settings to like say I've never been to New York. Um, so I got a buddy who lives there and I'm going to check it out. I'm excited as fucking hell. I love big cities. Uh, lived in Chicago for a little bit, loved it. Visited Boston, loved it. Love big urban cities. So I'm excited to see New York. So I guess I can't really give an opinion, but before I go there, I'm going to be hopeful and say it's underrated. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to, this is a tough one for me because I've, I've been to New York twice. I haven't been to all the boroughs. I've only been to Manhattan and to, uh, the Bronx for a little bit, but it was, it's, it's, it's really dirty, but there's a lot, it's, it's really dirty. There's fucking garbage everywhere. Like it's very crowded. There's nothing, you know, which makes sense. Obviously nothing's easy to like get to. I feel like the transportation piece is always a pain in the ass, whether you're Ubering or doing the subway. Um, but there's just so much history there. It's it's a very cool environment. It's a huge melting pot. There's all different races, ethnicities there. You can go to any type of different bar, all that type of stuff. And I mean, it's cool, but I'm going to say it's fucking, once you go there once or twice, it's it's enough for me. You're not going back unless you're going to like a game. So I'm going to say overrated. Okay. All right. I'm not going to give the answer like the sociologist over here. I kind of liked it. You know, Dr. So. Lou, Thank you. but, um, Explore. I've been to oh, New York is. twice. Um, we're kind of planning on going first weekend of December here. Um, going back. I love the city of New York. Um, you're never bored. There's always something to do. If you want to get out of Manhattan, you can go to Brooklyn. You can go to Queens. You can go to the Bronx. You could do whatever you want, but the city never does sleep. I mean, there's always something going on. There's always a restaurant around you. That's good. There's always a bar around you that you can go to. There's shopping. There's landmarks. I mean, New York's for everybody. So New York is underrated. Sweet. I can't wait to fucking see it. I am very excited. Long time coming. Um, all right. Last on the list here, Lou, we'll toss it to you. Number five, toes. 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 Um, I'd say they're underrated. We need them for balance. Got to have them for running. It's always fun to kind of dig them in the sand on a warm summer day, you know? So I'm going to go with the toes are underrated. Jeez, man. <laughs> I, 
I don't disagree. I'm just going to jump in. Your fuck, they're toes, man. They're your fucking toes. It's a body part. Like, I need it. Uh, it's definitely underrated. Imagine not having your toes. I like my toes. Just toes nubbing are, around. Yeah, no, I mean, the summer day was just a little treat here at the end of the show. Thanks, Lou. I, they're underrated. Jerry, this was a fucking mail out. Mail in. Mail out. I'm, I'm toast. What do you got, Chandler? Underrated. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Toes, Jerry. Way to go out with a fucking thud. That was that was just as bad as your Excel that one time, but that episode never saw the light of day. Um, and who knows if this one should see the light of day. Kind of grinded through this one, boys, but big MSU weekend. Got to get back on track with the betting. Uh, hopefully the, the wings can stay hot. And uh, just want to say thank you to everybody out there for listening to episode 83. Uh, if you are listening on Spotify, please give it a five-star review if you think it deserves it. Uh, Apple Podcasts, please do the same. Write a review. It does help more people see this podcast. Um, but the best way for it to get in other people's hands is if you just share it with a friend. Send it to a friend. We'd really appreciate it. Um, and that is all we got. Good luck with all your bets this weekend, and we will see you next week. Appreciate you all. Go green. Let's fucking do it. Appreciate you all. Go white. Fuck Michigan. There it is. See ya! I love football on TV. Shots of Gina Lee hanging with my friends and twins. Talks that love cats and, and twins.